Hi, Tiara. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm actually exhausted for some reason, even though I just had a bunch of coffee. Yeah, I'm surprised when you said you were tired earlier. You don't usually, I mean, you usually, you're an earlier sleeper, except for recently. So, and I know you had a bunch of coffee today. I was about to say, when you said I was an earlier sleeper, I, I mean, lately, I'm always an earlier sleeper. Like, that is the joke of, like, my family that don't call me past 8.30 because I'm asleep. But lately, I have been staying up, like, really late, and I think it's just, like, in, like being anxious and stuff, but I don't know. I've had two pots of coffee today. That's really crazy. What is a pot? How many cups are in a pot? I don't know. I have like a five pot, five cup pot, six cup pot, but I make five pots, five pots, five (laughs) cups of coffee, like liquid cups of coffee, but it makes me like two and a half cups of coffee. Gotcha. And you are someone who drinks coffee, just coffee. Right. Yeah. You don't put like a, cause I'd almost be a little alarmed if you had two pots of coffee and it was like filled with like creamer and sugar and. No, I actually, cause I, I do like iced coffee. That's my thing. And they look at me crazy when I go to Starbucks because, okay, this is going to sound so unhealthy and I know that it's unhealthy, which is why I've stopped drinking iced coffee, but I get minimum five shots of espresso in my coffee. That's like, and that's a lot. Yeah, I thought I was having a heart attack one night. So that's what made me stop recently. I was like, this is it. I'm going to (laughs) die. But I'm not dead. And so I've like switched over to regular coffee and just drinking regular coffee, which I'm sure I'm still having a crazy amount of caffeine. But, you know, I wish I was a coffee drinker. That's the one thing about my adult life that I wish I could change. We all have our vices. I know. I wish you I wish you would get into it. Like, I... It's for sure an acquired taste. It's like beer. I don't like beer either. I don't either. Beer's disgusting. I like coffee. People who say they like beer, they're weird to me. It tastes like liquid throw-up. Uh, Ew, and I hate, like, trendy, like, beer people. How that's, like, a thing now where they're like, I drink... Craft is craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> I drink. I only drink craft beer, and I'm like, okay, what is that? No, whenever we go out. Okay, so for, for the longest time, Brandon is that you? <laughs> <laughs> that it probably would be. Um, for the longest time, whenever Brandon would only drink Bud Light Lime, and people who are quote unquote real beer drinkers, they think Bud Light and Bud Light Lime is disgusting. So now it's good. Brandon has like upgraded, and every time we go out to eat, he's like, um. So, uh, what's an IPA that you recommend? And uh, he like is looking through their uh, specialty beer list. I was a server, and I still was like, um, I'm not sure if we have that. And they'd be like, um, Can I have a Natty Light? And I'm like, I don't know if that's a beer that I no, because I just don't know beers. <laughs> I don't know any of that. Oh, I was about to be like, Natty Light is like you can buy a 24 pack. For like seven dollars. That's crazy because beer is real expensive for some reason. Yeah, natty, natty, natty ice is college beer. It's straight up water. <laughs> Ew. Well, actually, I probably prefer that. 
I'll take the water beer, please. Um, but anyways, uh, welcome to another episode of <laughs> Sauce Mouth. Yes, it always feels like a long time in between recording, but it's really not that long. It's only a week. It's a week and we talk every single day. Yes. Why does it always feel like so long? Um, but anyways, so I think we should just jump right into it. This past week of Teen Mom was crazy like it's the first time in a long time that when the episode ended I was like what it's done usually I'm like oh my god I still have 27 minutes left like usually I'm done oh yeah I do that too to end you know but this time I was like this is it it's done and it you know unfortunately the better the episodes are the worse things that are going on in these people's real lives but um yeah, it was a good episode. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Was a it. Jam-packed episode. Yeah, it and it's really like was. nothing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because we see everything prior to it, so we already know. Like when something comes up, we're like, "Oh, this is where this fits in," kind of sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, but it was jam-packed. Like there was something. I just, I think there it was, was- there were surprises. And every like Teen Mom doesn't ever surprise yes. me, but when when Roxanne was yes. in the car, I was like, I did an audible like, oh my god, with Devon in the front seat, I was like, yes. oh my gosh, like this is- winking at the camera. Yes. Um, I think the thing was this episode is literally every single person used their angry voice. There was an angry voice in every single segment because Cole. <laughs> Yes, uh, I love angry. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm jumping us around, so let's. Uh, I guess let's say we let's start. With go Justin. girl by, yeah. Let's go girl by girl because we're. I'm jumping us completely around, but yes, Chelsea. Okay, I have one sentence written down for Chelsea, basically with my notes. Um, yeah. So go ahead. What was your take on Chelsea's life this week? Cole said a bad word. Wait, what did he say? He Cole said, said fuck. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I think it was cold. Maybe it was Chelsea, but I don't know. But I wasn't, like, watching it. I was folding laundry, maybe. And I heard a fuck, and I turned around, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, Cole was like, this is stupid. Like, Cole had an angry voice. For sure had an angry voice. Like, I mean, I... Okay, so basically, they went to go to the visitation center to fill mm-hmm. out the paperwork for if and when Adam wants to visit with Aubrey, they had to do this part or whatever to, I guess, get them connected, whatever. I don't know. Visitation center, bureaucracy, paperwork. Um, and also they just wanted to check out the place. And I remember Cole definitely said, oh, it was nicer than I thought it was going to be. But mm-hmm. they were talking about Adam. You could see his anger rising. And I'm with them on the fact that, because I didn't know this, but they said that the visitation center will reach out to Adam repeatedly to be like, do you want to make a a visit? Do you want to do a visit? Do you want to do a visit? So it kind of takes away, you know, let's say they could. It doesn't give him a chance to be responsible. Right, right. And if they catch Adam on a good day, he could be like, sure. And then he'll be like, see, I did all of this. You want me to see my daughter in the visitation center, whatever. When in reality, it's not like he... Uh, got the initiative to pick up the phone to call and set this up and 
let's think about it. Nobody likes picking up the phone to do appointments. No one likes, I literally chose my doctor because I can schedule all my appointments online. Um, because calling places suck, but when it's for your own child and you're trying to prove to the world that you're a good dad, you would think that you would have that place on speed dial. Like, yeah, you know, and he won't, I feel bad for Paisley. I think they said that Paisley has had a year. That's crazy. That's he hasn't bad. seen her in a year and they have the same setup that Chelsea and Cole are now going into with Aubrey. Yeah. So sad. Um, so there was one point of their segment that stood out to me. I don't know why it stood out to me, but uh, I guess I'm kind of unpacking it right now as we talk about it. Um, a lot of times you hear Chelsea go like, thank you for doing this with me, Cole, or thank you for care, you know, basically implying like, thanks for caring about Aubrey and, and stuff like that. And I totally get the sentiment, but to me, like just seeing Cole as an outsider, like he just seems a hundred percent all in like, and I'm, I'm sure he is, but I, I don't even think those words are necessary. You know, like, I think that he's- it's not, you know what it is and it's I do it a lot and I think it's there's like a reason behind it I don't know I went to a therapist once who explained it that like overcompensating is like a result of like severe anxiety or like somebody who has like depression and stuff it's unnecessary like overcompensating like it's like there's no reason why you should have to think that person but you do it constantly it's literally like me asking Jamar if he still likes me <laughs> like and he's like yeah I still like you and I'm like okay but like what do you like about me? <laughs> please tell me like, yes or no how much do you like me yeah. Like, and he's like, are we really doing this right now? But it's an overcompensation thing. It's like extreme anxiety or depression or something. And I can see that, especially in the situation, obviously. She's not used to having Aubrey's dad be a dad, you know? So now having someone who is being Aubrey's dad be a dad, I'm sure it's, uh, you know, mentally, I'm sure it's like a, a interesting switch up, you know? like. And he does you know, the things that she wants him to do without her having to ask. Yeah. Oh, that Like, like he, he's a par, true partner to her. Yeah. No, he totally is. Which is why for me, it's like, I, it, I don't know. I guess for me, it came, it comes across differently as being like, I'm really appreciative of you as a partner, as a husband, as a father to my children. It's, it doesn't feel like that to me. It feels like what you're saying, more like anxiety over the situation. And yeah. stuff. Um, because it is so specific. And other people don't know how to deal with that a lot of the time. I mean, you know how needy of a person I am. Like, <laughs> you are literally like, why are you worried about that? <laughs> you don't have to be worried. But it's, it's that whole thing. And it's like, it's exhausting for people. And I'm sure it's exhausting for Cole to be like, duh. Of course, like diddly diddly winky dink. <laughs> of course, a lot of lollipops. Yeah. G- I bet you he says G will occurs a lot. Oh my god, he so says G will occurs a lot. G wills. <laughs> That's so funny. He's so cute. Um, He's like the straight version of Jonathan from Queer Eye. 
for anyone who does not know, Tierra watches Queer Eye and cries. All the time. Guys, seriously, I'm about to cry thinking about it. Queer Eye on Netflix is, if you don't cry while watching Queer Eye, there's something wrong with you. Because every episode is just a punch in the chest. I like a good like a good one. Like I think the first week it came out or whenever you first were watching it, literally you said that and then one of my brothers came to me and was like, Listen, you guys gotta watch Queer Eye. He was like, It gets you real emotional. And I guess the first season was what all like MAGA people basically on there. Have you have you watched it? I've seen a one full episode. And then other partial episodes. Season two, because of me. Because of me sending you clips. I mean, the the clips. Season two is really, a really good season. But every episode, man, just cries. But the way he talks is the way that, like, Cole talks, but a straight version. (laughs) Well, I'm sure. (laughs) You have to watch it. But yeah, no, Cole is... I don't know. Cole is like he's very he's what I love in a person. He's very transparent. Um, yeah, I agree, and I think he just really, really is a kind soul. Like, I'll be really sad if in like fifteen years it turns out he has like a huge gambling addiction or like (laughs) smokes meth behind the house with their pet pig or something like. I'll be sad if something like that happens because I really think he's just genuinely like an he like literally is what I would picture if like an angel fell from earth and got lost and wound up in Minnesota or wherever the fuck they live North Dakota you know and was like I'm gonna live my life do they live in North Dakota is that where they live I think so I always wondered about that speaking of living somewhere oh sorry go ahead Chelsea are we done with Chelsea 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 had a good segment I mean Chelsea had a good episode like it wasn't crazy boring there was a a reason you know she had like a a plot (laughs) yes yes I agree um uh the place that Janelle was driving in her scene is a place that uh it's where I drive to go to Aubrey's uh eye appointments by the way seriously yeah 17 is our major highway we're gonna have to do Janelle last, but but okay, we'll do Janelle last. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So let's do Leah. I really felt for Leah. Um, I'm so upset for her about the IEP, as they put in parentheses. It's you know basically like the I forgot exactly what it stands for, but um, mm-hmm. come out here with your acronyms. Don't put it in your notes. <laughs> I can't believe I can't remember right now. Um, no, but basically that, because it is in her IEP, it has to be enforced. Public schools were designed to give all children an equal Individualized opportunity. Individualized education yeah. program. Right. There you go. And, um, and that is to make her on par with her fellow classmates to uh, so she can succeed and be, be afforded the same opportunity. And that's the whole point of stuff like this. And, and not even... Not even that, but as they were saying, like, so that she can do stuff. Uh, Leah even said she can't wipe herself. I know. That really hit me. That really hit me. She needs help to do basic, like, to function as in, like, the things that normal, that sounds bad, the things that normal kids can do, she has problems with. And there's no reason why 
she should if that person's not there she can't function in school well they really need an advocate and for anyone out there listening who ever faces themselves and the, you know finds themselves in this situation there are advocates out there who will come to you with to your IEP meetings who will explain stuff to you unfortunately a lot of them cost a lot of money but if you can find groups in your um like where you live in your community some moms who have been through it will volunteer basically to come with you to your appointments and go over these IEPs and stuff like that. It's a, it's a full-time job to get that ironed out. Like my friend has, you know, been having to do that. And really she basically has college textbooks at home that she goes over to try and make sure she makes, to try and ensure that her kid can get the best. Yeah. To be their advocate. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was really upsetting to me to see that. Like, I wish, and the way that she said that the principal was acting was basically like, oh, well, don't know what to tell you. Like, you need to pull your kids from that school. And I know that people don't always have the option of having other schools to go to, but, you know, Leah, you do have some type of resources. Corey seems on board. You guys got to, and I'm sure they will. I'm not saying that they won't, but you got to get a plan and you got to stick to it. Like, this child deserves the best experience she can have while she is in school. And if yeah, she can't, it's ins- that's yeah, like it's insane. Yeah. It was really sad. And I can't believe they did that. And I really have to wonder in that situation, this is the cynical part of me. Did the aide ask to be moved? Did they, no, they just didn't want to pay for it. Did she fight to be like, no, I need to be here? Yeah, but you know what? I And I also have to wonder who the decision actually came from. Was it the principal? Was it higher up? The school board? The school board. Yeah, and that's Because what... I think that the I think that her aide probably works for the school system. Yeah, not that individual school. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was really, 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 really sad to me. And, uh, it, you know, Leah looks like she's ready to fight for it. Corey looks like he's ready to fight for it. And I have trust that they will get this all figured out um, for Allie. Why because... God. was uh, the other one not in a car seat? Oh, I know. It was like in any type of car seat whatsoever. <laughs> like from one car to the other, nothing. And okay, so they are like seven or eight or whatever, but like you're supposed to be in like at least a... Like a booster. She just looked yeah. like she was way too little for that. Not, I'm yeah. not even like... I'm not a car seat Nazi or anything. I'm so judgmental, but she just looked like in the. Yeah, I am. Um, I thought the exact car seat, whatever, is, is not a choice. It's You should strap, you should secure your child in a car when you are in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wear your seatbelts. Definitely uh, be in the proper. Someone who. I never wear my seatbelt. That is such a bad habit. It's my worst habit ever. My I don't hear that little like beeping thing that beeps while you're in the car. My car sounds like it's going to explode if you don't put your seatbelt on. Yeah, I don't hear that. Mine is loud and I don't hear it. And Jamar will even be on the phone with me and he's like, oh, don't have your seatbelt on. <laughs> Tira, you really got to start wearing your seatbelt. It's very I under trust me, I understand how important it is and I will literally 
I don't feel like the difference. It doesn't feel any different to me. So that's what it is. is it's not even like a, I'm not wearing my seatbelt. It's I forget. And then I'm like, oh, I, I used to I had it on this whole time. I thought from the ages of like 17 to 21, I, I very rarely wore a seatbelt, but it's just so dangerous and you must wear your seatbelt. Everybody must wear their seatbelt. I 100% always wear your seatbelt. Um, it's a very bad habit that I am trying to break. I really am trying to break it because Jamar is very serious about car seat. I mean, car seats, seatbelts. <laughs> there was literally, I don't know if it, I don't know if this was an old article that I stumbled upon or happened recently. Like an entire family, except for the dad. No, except for the mom. Okay, so dad and four teenage daughters just died. Because You also do realize before you tell this story that one of my biggest deadly fears in the entire world is car accidents. Okay, well then you know what? You're on the... <laughs> you got some work to do. <laughs> some- I will think, if you tell me the story, I will think about it all night yeah but just wear your seatbelt I mean I don't know what Um, you have to do but like a post-it note on your like steering wheel I'm working on it I literally I it's one of when I I don't I don't say I don't wear my seatbelt like casually it's something that I am working really hard to change well we will check in in two weeks and see how I always send you a picture that's that I shouldn't be in the car texting and sending pictures <laughs> but i'll send you a picture when i get in the car to make sure i'm hold on like literally they make seatbelt like the little buckle part inserts that you can put in it's so horrible that you can put in the the buckle to make the beeping stop like why would you go through all of that what? yes just to not wear a seatbelt yes no, I'm not okay, and I'm not like that. That's not. I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to wear it. I literally just forget, and then I get to my destination, and I'm like, shit, I haven't been wearing it. But also, I I will say it's a lot easier to bypass it when you live in a place where most things are so close together, and even if they're not that close together, it's usually like a slower pace. Like you're not. Yeah, we don't have a highway. 70 miles down a highway right so it's like when but when you're live somewhere where you're constantly on a highway and you're like i would die right now if i got into a car accident it's a little more of a reminder to put your seatbelt on um but anyways so yeah i think that was it with leah and then might as well just go to kale um kale and leah were both very happy to be home with their children mtv made sure mm-hmm. to show us that um Chris called Kale a shitty mom and is pissed she's following for child support. I don't it, understand that that whole thing. I literally I would have I wouldn't even remember that he called me a shitty parent because I would have laughed it off. I know. I know. And she was like, she like made sure to get it on tape like multiple times. Like, did you did you record that? Did you record that I was called a shitty parent? <laughs> like over and over and over again. But I hate dudes like that. Like, come on you can't take the time to see your child you're not actively involved in their life physically financially or emotionally and you have the nerve to be pissed that someone you slept with on and off while you also were sleeping with other people who happened to get pregnant put you on child support no sympathy for you dude i have she seemed really bitter about that too which promised you wouldn't cheat on me oh i know (laughs) well i was like kale 
hurt. Like, Kale, you were cheating while Chris was promising he would not cheat on you. Like, you were married. You were married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's remind people because I know some people will be like, well, they were separated. Um, Kale got pregnant twice. Okay. And it's not a secret. She talked about it. She had a miscarriage. That baby was not Javi's. That was another dude's baby. And then she went and got pregnant again by Chris. She was married both times. And uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because wasn't it a thing that, she, like, her divorce was coinciding with the birth of her child and she was trying to get it done? So... Yes, before, before um, the baby was born. So she wouldn't have to say Javi was the baby daddy. Um, yeah, so. Wait, I think there was something else about Kale, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. His child support came to 346 a month. And Which is insane. That's crazy. When I thought, when I heard that, I was like, um, it takes so much more money that's than that. That's not even $100 a week. That's not even $100 a week. That is crazy. Yeah. I wonder if there was anything else in there, though. Like, they would have to pay 50-50 daycare. 50. How do you trust that, though? Can you imagine, like, going to pay your daycare bill and then being like, look, we're kicking your child out. Because- Bone is the nanny. Oh, that's right. Um, Chris better pay Bone half <laughs> half her fucking salary. I bet you Bone's deal is Kale's like, you can live here for free, but you're just going to watch my kid all the time. I bet you she doesn't even get paid. That's I'm sure she- that my theory on Bone, let me not, let me not. Okay, I'm going to tell you. My theory on Bone, I think Bone is in love with Kale and she's yeah. just around until Kale like. <laughs> I want them to do, I want them to do like a being Bone special. I will hate watch it, <laughs> why, but I want to Why are you the biggest advocate for being whoever? Like that I is like- your thing. You're just like, I want to be yeah <laughs> i think th- i like the specials but for me like i really don't like bone and most of it's irrational because let's be honest there's been 10 minutes of her on screen since her and kale became friends basically like there's like it's not I'm even sure a lot bone is a lovely person i just hate how bone rides for kale like I, that's why i love britney's i mean not britney yes britney but i love brianna friends Shirley and Brittany both I know Brittany's her sister but like they are straight up constantly like even Brittany just said this last episode if you're gonna dog out Javi you gotta dog out Brianna too like and I just feel like that's the kind of friends people really need in life I mean I'm sure I probably come on too strong to people so maybe find like a happy medium but like you I don't no you don't want a bone in your life who's always like yeah Kale I'll lick your asshole don't worry I was literally never mind I was gonna be like wait I'm your bone though but never (laughs) mind now (laughs) god damn I'm glad I didn't say that before you before you went that route (laughs) I'm your surely I'm your surely (laughs) I like Shirley, but did you? Okay, so we're going on to Brianna now. Um, Shirley and Brittany, I thought they were going to fight. Brittany said something, and Shirley was like, excuse me, who? And Brittany was like, Javi, and she was like, oh. I was like, oh my god, are they about to fight? I was probably still gaping at the fact that um, why was Roxanne like, Shirley, can you watch the kids? Shirley just had fucking surgery, too. Y'all <laughs> about needing a nurse and this person and that person and y'all drove all the way out there and you're like Shirley come watch these motherfucking kids please like what is the drive for my land I'm about to map quest this why do I still call maps map quest 
Oh my god, you're right. It's not MapQuest. Call a MapQuest. It's Google Maps. I use. I mean, but do you? What do you call it? Um, I don't know. I feel like probably MapQuest, right? Because <laughs> it just like really hit me that it's not MapQuest. I still call it MapQuest, and you want to know what's funny is I only used MapQuest like five times while it was around. Really, I used it all the time. I've literally found no. Like, I had a TomTom. Ew, really? Like, I did it hang on your TomTom? Did it like stick to your windshield? Yeah, my parents bought me a TomTom when I first got my car because I got lost going to Chipotle. Oh my god, I was so bad at literally so bad at direct. I still am. I only got good at being able to like know where I am whenever we moved to Maryland, and I was constantly going back and forth between Virginia and Maryland. And that was at the age of 23. Oh, with yeah. A I, anything, like, north of Woodbridge, I'm not good with. Anything north of Dale City, I guess I should say I'm not good with. From Dale City to, like, Spotsylvania, I can get you anywhere. Really? Yeah, and you want to know how... It, the only reason why is because I had I knew so many people in Fredericksburg when I, like, got old enough to, like, do whatever I wanted so and you know the traffic is terrible so i had to learn like all those back roads and stuff that's really the the traffic is very unfortunate all i what it flashed in my mind was all the times i've seen like the easy pass like 27 dollars what is it 610 to get to 610 or whatever that road is and 610 is a quiet that's nowhere (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) It's not even Stafford yet. Um, I also still don't get... I've been away for so long. I don't get the whole easy pass thing. Um, yeah. I I use it, use it often, and I still don't get it half the time. Um, all I know for is that... For that bridal shower, her mom gave us one, like, to put in my car, so I don't, I don't know what it does. So she... Whatever it does, that's the reason why she gave it to us. And none of us in the car knew how it worked, so we just <laughs> drove the normal way. Because none of us were ever all of us were like, uh I don't know. Well, if it was connected to her bank account and you were going under tolls and stuff, it was getting she was getting money pulled from it. Um I don't know, it just makes life easier when you're okay, when we go to New York, we use it because there's a there's like forty dollars worth of tolls basically and you can just fly through them what rather than stop pay stop pay stop but you pay. still have to pay the 40 dollars, right yes yes um the only time you do not okay tolls you have to pay easy pass on the highway if you're trying to escape traffic you can pay um to get on the easy pass lanes and you don't have to sit in traffic for hours unless you are i believe it's still free if you have three or more in the car my stepdad, I think, tried to explain it to me because I didn't understand the whole flex thing. You know what? We're not doing this. We are <laughs> not doing this right now. This is the tangent. Um, back to the teen mom. We're not <laughs> explaining. We will. This episode will be four hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so Brianna finally got her surgery. Oh, this is something I wrote down because oh, I very much need so it. If, Tara, I want you to listen to me. If for whatever reason I wind up doing surgery on television, do not let them <laughs> see me coming out of anesthesia. Ever. <laughs> I do not react well. I don't want it on tape. I don't like 
no i'd rather them lie and like a black screen come up with there were there were minor complications after surgery we were not allowed to film like lie to the people do not let me be filmed after coming out of anesthesia it's never a good look for anybody um i just want to let you know i'm sending you a picture right now this is exactly what i would look like coming out of anesthesia First of all, I want to explain to everybody that post-baby hair, here comes some real mom truth. Post-baby hair loss, all of that is, <laughs> isn't it great? It's a real thing. Um, my hair does not all go into a bun. So when I put my hair up at night and I wake up, I have a crown, like a good headband of hair that just sticks in whatever the fuck direction it wants to you're not filming me after i've been put under for 45 minutes you know. how long are breast how long is that like eight hours um i think I, I think they said uh brianna surgery was five hours yeah you're not putting no you're not putting me under and then letting the world see me as i wake up in like absolute <laughs> pain yeah no i Okay, she got a lot done. She got the tummy tuck thing, her butt done, and her boobs done, right? Um, she got uh, she got a lift, and she got her boob implants redone. She got a tummy tuck, and she got her butt reshaped, which means for probably sides too. So she probably got like a lot of pokes and sucks. Yeah, I really like. I'm pushing. Every time I go to the doctor, I talk about how much my back hurts, and it's true. It's not a lie because I have very dense heavy boobs like they're horrible and i really want a reduction and lift when well when you get a reduction you get a lift and it will be great for my self-esteem i will take and your back and my back yes <laughs> and my nudes just kidding i don't i haven't taken a nude in a years um but uh Speak yeah. for yourself girl um i'm trying to get my boobs done for real though i keep bringing it up I honestly, I'm very well-mannered, not well-mannered, I'm very even-keeled for the most part. Are you? Listen, (laughs) I think that I am. Um, I don't have tantrums. No. Okay. (laughs) Um, Last week we were discussing when you broke the television. That wasn't a tantrum. That was a strategic plant that went extremely bad. I wanted to portray myself as having a tantrum. Wait, okay, but what does this have to do with you getting your boobs done? I throw tantrums now, and I'm just like, what if they have better boobs? Because <laughs> I want to be so annoying that he's just like, hey. Isn't it horrible Bye. that I've reached a point in my life where I'm like, it's not that much. <laughs> just put it on a credit card. Cause like, I just feel like I don't feel like it's that much money these days, but honestly, if I was going to put finance, any type of thing for my body, it needs to be LASIK. Like I should not, unless my insurance says all these surgeries, listen, I'm not <laughs> middle-class I'm working poor. <laughs> Okay, so there's a big difference. Yeah, okay, wait, but can't you get, is there any military money set aside for this? No, people are like, you can get a free boob job if you go in. No, that's not true. Like, that's not a thing. Cosmetic surgery. 
like, I don't know, if you play our cards right and we live debt-free and do all those damn things that you're supposed to do as a responsible adult, I mean, by the time I'm 30, I'll have a new pair of boobs and I'll be a happier... Listen, children out there, if there are any children listening, you're perfect the way you are. You shouldn't be listening anyway, but you're perfect just the way you are. You don't have to do anything to your body, but if you want to, you can do it. And I want to get my boobs done. Speak it into existence, girl. Uh, secret that shit, right? Put it out there. See it. Yes. Wait, what is it like? Oh, see it, believe it, receive it. I was going to say, are you Kim Zolziak Beerman? <laughs> ask, believe, re- that was yeah. the thing on Real Housewives. I asked, I believed, and I received. That is called the secret. Um, I used to have that as a background to my phone. Because on, on the secret, one of the guy, okay, there's like uh, quote unquote experts that like talk about their expertise or whatever and one of the guys is like i had a rock in my pocket and every time i touched the rock i envisioned what i wanted out of life and i was like oh fuck i'm gonna do that but it's gonna be my phone because i'm constantly touching my phone but i didn't do it it didn't work the way i wanted it to <laughs> that guy's an incel oh man probably i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> um okay so with brianna um the juicy stuff i'm all look I was okay. I thought Javi was really rude to Devon because he was like, I don't want to be here with him. And then they barely spoke, except Javi, of course, is fake. So as soon as he went out there and saw Devon, he was like, Oh, hey, what's up, man? But then, because I was there for, I, I was here, I was with Javi when he was like, I'm going to get a hotel. I was like, Yeah, bro, I don't blame you. You should get a hotel. Yeah. Um, what, you shouldn't even fucking be here. But yes, the. The, the De Jesus clan has shown up. So yes, go get a hotel. Um, but then he was just like, he's just so unlikable that I've like, everything he got from Roxanne, he fucking deserved. Yeah. And honestly, like, I know that the whole, they're probably going to get even more shit about the fact that they, they always have to do everything together and they can't fight their own. Yeah. Like, every, but like, when they, when MTV MTV shot I think this episode in a whole new light too like the way this episode was shot I liked it like when they when they like went back to the car and it was like oh they're driving to they're driving to Miami (laughs) like I was like oh my god like it was so good Devon in the front like winking to the camera with his headphones being like I don't want to be in this Roxanne in the back like no Devon was like this is not the commitment I made like <laughs> I did not agree to this um, I thought I was gonna get a free like weekend shower out of this yeah like, head to sleeping because I sleep under the bridge like, <laughs> like and when Brittany was like where'd Devon sleep Roxanne was like in your bed yes in your bed <laughs> and cleaning and taking care of your daughter he slept in your bed and I don't want to hear it I was like yes <laughs> Brianna was like, Mom, <laughs> it's fine. No, she I was. I think it was super sweet that Brianna, like, called out for her mom. Like, after her surgery. It was very, like, I was like, oh, like. Yeah. But you know what? It, it's those moments where I'm reminded that, like, Brittany didn't get to live the life she was supposed to live because she was kind of put in a position to where she was like, I got to be the strong one. I got to. You know, Brianna's a big ass baby. Like, I gotta be 
the glue that holds this family together basically and Brittany, Brittany just deserves more she should have moved out and go listen to her k-pop like as we learned on her <laughs> Brittany special oh yeah, yeah she uh she loves them them koreans yeah k-pop's like a big um, thing in korea is a korean pop is that what the k is yeah um, um it's like a big thing for you, but not for me I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I listened to one of their, one of those groups' songs that was on a playlist I was listening to, and I was like, oh, this is some fire, but like, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't go searching for it. Um, okay, and okay, so I have a question. I've never had plastic surgery, obviously. Is, okay, it, did they get a nurse just because they did it through Dr. Miami? Like, I can't believe they hired a fucking nurse. I'm just sitting here like, you are not like millionaires like you get your fucking plastic surgery and you move the fuck on you better be back at work you know what though hiring hiring somebody like who does that is not expensive i really feel like it is though even if it's It's not you can hire it's not because you can hire like remember like i did nanny work and stuff so i was on like a lot of sites that did like nanny work you can hire like cnas to like do stuff like that like you can be like i'm having surgery and i don't have anybody to take care of me you can hire like a cna hourly it's not crazy expensive but i'm sure that they got it through dr miami yeah that's what i was just that's what i think too like it was like hiring it's essentially like hiring an adult babysitter just with medical background someone who's willing to uh undress you and put you in the bath um yeah but still even if it's ten dollars an hour and even if you do it half the day 12 hours i guess that's not that bad if you're already paying for the surgery and brianna i mean if brianna could do it for surely anybody could do it (laughs) Wait, and she said something. She said something like, when she was talking to her mom, she was like, yeah, I just something, Shirley. I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking, that's real intimate. She just changed her pajamas and wiped her down. Oh, that's what it was. The wiping down part, I guess that's the part that I'm like. uh, I'm sure that she probably, what did she get done? I don't know. Was it just her boobs? But I thought Shirley had nice boobs. What did Shirley get done? Why did Shirley have plastic surgery? I'm about to Google that and just see what comes up. Why did Shirley have plastic surgery? It is freezing in my room right now, guys. This is ridiculous. Lucky. It's like, it's never this cold in my room, so I'm really not understanding what it is. But yes, what did she get? Oh, never mind. Nope, nothing's coming up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was juicy. Like I said, I haven't been like, I haven't done an, like, a, a, like a, oh my gosh, in a really long time with Team Mom and the Roxanne and all of them piling up in the car. I think it's also because we didn't know, we did not know. If MTV was better, if MTV just had them sign a goddamn NDA. It would be, this season would be so much better because we didn't know about this. It wasn't in the previews that you know they show every goddamn thing in the previews. Yes. It was a oh true thing. That is so true. Um but yeah. Um oh did you hear when Javi was like 
this family. Yeah. Ruin my reputation, basically. I wanted to drop kick him in the teeth. He was like, messing with this family has uh, ruined my image. Or he was like, this doesn't yeah. look good for me. Ru- messing with this family has made me look bad. And when Roxanne was like, you're not a great guy, but I think you're an okay guy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I aspire to be like you one day, Roxanne. <laughs> oh, gosh. She was like, she was, she... I think she did what any like mom would do because I think as a mom you'd want to be there for your kid when they got like major surgery. Yeah, but that's why I'm like, why wasn't this a setup from the beginning? You know, because of the girls. Like, I know no cool, but then they went up there anyways, and they knew they were gonna wind up there anyways. Like that's my thing. Like, let's just be smart. Let's be smart. Yeah, Brittany let's does be- everything else for you anyway. Why didn't you just hire Brittany? I know. Apparently, I was. Look, Shirley would have got the short end of the stick. <laughs> Roxanne passed them kids off to Shirley so quick. I was just like, "What?" One, oh, Shirley, Dev- watch these babies real quick. <laughs> <laughs> One, Devon's here. Two, Brittany's here. Three, let's be honest, Javi's fucking here. Like you're in an apartment. <laughs> the nurse is here. Right? Where are they gonna go? Like I was expecting Lewis to pop up. I was expecting like. Uh, they're on Roxanne is in her own TV show. I think that's what it is because we have a lot of these moments with Roxanne. Like the oh whole Brittany and Roxanne when they're like, I haven't or Brittany Brown, I haven't seen her since I got back. You guys live together. I know. Oh, so it's been two hours. <laughs> um yeah, I agree. I don't blame Roxanne though. I really feel that a hundred percent Roxanne and Brianna do whatever they can to just keep the show going because they get paid and i don't blame them for that i would prefer that actually i want to know that your life is exaggerated for television we real over here we ain't acting (laughs) i believe britney's real Uh, i think britney i don't think britney puts anything oh no i agree with you i i was just saying i would love to know roxanne when she was younger oh yeah i'm sure she was a little firecracker I feel like it could go, it could go two ways with people like like Roxanne. You could be a firecracker when you were younger, or this is something that like you gained the fuck it as you got older, like which happens a hundred percent. And I have to say, I thought about this. I think it's at age twenty six when you're just like, I don't give a shit anymore. Twenty six plus kids. I think that it changes your perspective on things, and. I don't enjoy confrontation, but I will confront confrontation now. Um, a couple years ago, no, it wouldn't have happened. I agree with you. I, I agree with you because I'm a very, uh, no, I'm a very, not care what people think, but I'm a very like conscious person of what people are thinking of me that's exactly what <laughs> yeah um, I, I can care less now I just I really don't care as much I do things that I enjoy and if other people don't enjoy them then I'm just like wow that really sucks for you right right and um I feel like I'm more likely like, let's say I was at the doctor's office and got forgot about and I've been sitting in a room for two hours. Like, in a previous life, I'd be like, it's okay. Don't worry. It's my fault. I should have said something. But, like, now I'm more willing to be like, no, this was a mess up. You guys forgot about me. <laughs> it's inappropriate. How are we going to make this right? 
I'm more willing to go, let me speak to the manager, please, on your ass nowadays. You're definitely helping me with that because you are that do push me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad I can be a positive influence in your life. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is a problem that I have that's really tiny. And you're just like, speak the fuck up well it's hard it is hard and it's especially hard as women and I think that really such a driving force for me is like I have a daughter and I want her to be different than I was I want her to be stronger and more confident and like I don't want her to be like too cool for school I don't want her to be like I want her to enjoy life I want I want her to dress up for every single fucking spirit work spirit weekday that they have and like you know I just I want like I said I just want her to be different than I than I was and it's and you have to do that by modeling that see in high school I was that I was that person obviously well I was say we knew each other in high school but we weren't friends but I was that like I dressed up and I did weird things and I was a weird kid and people thought I was weird and I mean I was a bitch too obviously I've always been a bitch but I was more, I didn't care what people th- thought, and I did, you know, all that spirit stuff. And as I got older, I just, like, I don't know if it's just anxiety and growing older and stuff. I became such a little bitch. I think that there definitely was a transformation because, all right, so we knew each other in high school. We weren't friends in high school, but we we both had our kids at 22, right? Mm-hmm. We had Aubrey and Aubrey at 22. So it's like we reconnected still pretty young i think i was 21 when we met again oh maybe i would just turn 22 you were 21 you hadn't even turned 22 yet i think um so it's like we've been in each other's lives for a while now and Mm -hmm. there was at the beginning i feel like you still had some more of that fuck it in you and then there was i think a time period where you kind of retreated into your shell a little bit i okay calling back out I agree with you. Um, but when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. We've been like a constant in each other's lives for five years now. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy that we have almost five-year-olds. I can't even think about it. Yeah. And just to think like five years ago in what? June. Yeah. So like five years ago. No, because uh Britney's baby shower Britney uh, podcast uh, hey girl so that's she a did- shout out for her and Atlanta and if you have extra school supplies or money you want to donate she will take it I'm sure yes 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 if you have uh I got the pleasure of like going down there and meeting some of her kids last year and these are kids that deserve it they don't get a lot of like they don't have a lot of stuff and they don't like get a lot of stuff through the school and stuff. So uh, every little bit helps. And Brittany's a really good teacher. And yes, just PSA really quick to people with older children. Um, as you're buying school supplies and stuff like that, please remember that a lot of times the teachers who do special ed, the teachers who do art, PE, stuff like that, they don't have lists that they can send out. So um, you know, if you're at Aldi and you have, you know, grab an extra pack of baby wipes or tissues or whatever, send them to the school and they can disperse them among the specials and 
them to the teachers. I am, and can I just say, school supplies is very different. All right, mini tangent. School supplies are very different than when we grew up. I loved going school supply shopping. Ariana's school literally sent out something that was like, you can buy this bundle for $35 and be done with it. And I was like, no, I'm going school supply shopping. Um, but yeah, so when you're doing that, just remember that the other teachers or schools that maybe don't have enough or, you know, find out if your school is one of those schools where the teachers have to pay for their own copy paper and stuff like that. So there's like little things you can do to kind of help these teachers out and as they I, take our kids. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm, You're, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had a thought pop in my head and I was like, I'm going to forget it. Um, a lot of people our age are having kids now and we're going, our kids are going off to school and I see a lot of, Aubrey can't start school till next year, so obviously if I'm new to this whole thing, but I see a lot of people complain about like the like the amount of stuff that they have to get their kids. And when we were growing up, everybody's parents like bought everybody the same thing, and it was a lot different. School was a lot like fund school funding was different. Um, our teachers, I mean, teachers now are paying for every single little thing, and if you're kids school supply list says 30 glue sticks every kid is not going to bring in 30 glue sticks if you have the ability to buy 30 glue sticks it's amazing because you're probably supplying glue sticks for the entire class for the year and and they deserve and it. just do it yes don't complain about don't it, complain about it. And- glue sticks are cheap and you can put aside 20 dollars to buy glue like that sounds like i'm judging and stuff if you don't have it obviously you don't have it but if you do have it and you are able to do it, you're not doing it just for your kid. You're doing it for all the kids that may feel different because they can't afford those kind of school amounts of school supplies. And, uh, and, you know, if you have three kids, four kids in school and it's hard to do all at once, feel free to send in throughout the year. You know, it, th- no teacher is going to be like, don't give me these extra glue sticks, you know, like, so yeah, if you can't do 30 up front and you can only do five, cool do five now five in a couple months five for christmas and you know you can work on it that way also a lot of times with the school supplies it's not the actual teachers that are coming up with the school supplies it's like a a grade wide or you know whatever type thing so don't be mad at that your specific teacher necessarily because of what's on the school supply list and also just, just buy it yeah, buy it. And if you don't, if they don't use it, if you don't, you don't even have to send. My mom used to buy us packs and packs of packs and paper, and she wouldn't give us all the packs of paper. She wouldn't send all the packs of paper to school. You can save that stuff. You can reuse it. It's school supplies. Like your kids are going to be in school for forever, so it's not a waste if you go a little overboard. Right. Well, and also just watch. I'm a bargain shopper. Um, if you just watch the sales, you can stock up for next year or the year before. Like I've already. Erin doesn't start school for another five weeks, basically. She's done. I've, she's done. Her school supplies are done. Her school, back, you know, clothing is pretty much done. God forbid she grows between now and then. But, um, yeah. Anyways, I think it's time to speak on Janelle. Oh, my God. And you know never what? bought a school you said this, the only thing that was going through my head throughout her segment was the thing that you have said over and over again, that if MTV, the MTV cameras were not present, those kids would be in serious, seri- they already are in serious danger. We've seen it. 
But imagine how much danger those kids would be put in if the MTV cameras were not there. This trick. (laughs) This bitch. To really had the cameras in her car, you know, whenever they're doing stuff like that, there's usually the cars behind them are also production and blah, 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 blah. And she still followed this. And he was an aggressive, reckless driver. I agree with that. Like, she was not wrong for being upset about that. Like, you could see him in the back. You could see, you know, obviously from her perspective, whenever she had to slam on her brakes, um, her story escalated multiple times. But, uh, um, he should have absolutely been in trouble, but I cannot believe she followed him home. I'm still shocked about it. I'm still shocked. I'm, I'm almost like, like how far down did she get? Because like the way that she's explaining it, if she was like driving down, like 17 is our major highway. 17 is a, like a two lane. It's not a big, it's a, it's like a long, road that's it it's like 55 miles per hour it's not like it's the country it's not like uh it's not like 95 it's not like a major highway or anything like it's not like that at all and a lot of houses are on the side of the road like off of 17 like before I lived here I lived on a house that was off of 17 like it's literally like major highway houses on either side that's crazy. Yeah. So I and it's a lot it. of dirt. It's like a lot of like um I don't even know how to explain it. Like she said it, she was like or Jay said it, like, oh, we were on a dirt road, we were on a dirt road. Yeah, like a lot of houses off this like it's like you see a mailbox and then like a tiny little opening where a road is and like that's where the house the houses are like back in the woods. Like seventeen is covered on both sides by like trees and stuff. And the further you go down like into Wilmington and stuff Wilmington and stuff, it opens up a little bit. But I mean it's it's in no way, shape or form like you ha it's not like the suburbs. It's not like rows of houses. Like you have to drive off into somebody's Y'all, like their road is like a long road to their house like it's not just a tiny little driveway exit it's like or the exit is their driveway you have to go turn all the way around like in their driveway in order to go back it's not like townhouses um, gotcha um how reckless of her like i mean even David was like, you don't follow a man home. Like, but you know what? He, he, whenever he was saying that, I was like, I'm sure Dave, in David's mind, he probably was like, what else? Hello. A man. Oh, yeah. You sound uh, like far away. Yeah. Yours was cutting out a little while ago. Yeah, Can you hear me now? Go ahead. Um, yeah. When it, it, even David, you know, was saying, Janelle, basically, this is a bad fucking idea. Why would you follow a man home? But I think J- David's uh concern also is skewed though i think that he is still a fucking psychopath and probably was worried that janelle was cheating on him as she was chasing this man with her gun down on this dirt road what and people like were like oh my god david is so right david was right i can't believe i agree with something david said and i think that anybody else it would be like yeah that's the smart assessment you don't follow a a person home i think david's knowing how david is david i think was like you as a woman don't follow a grown man home like you're a woman know your place 
I refuse to give him any type of props. Yeah. Like, even what he, his words were right. His intentions, not so sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, okay, I'm not a gun owner. I live in liberal Northern Virginia. I'm not surrounded by tons of gun o- owners. And if I, and, and I do know people that own guns, but they're not, we don't live in a place where people wear them on their I hip do. while they're at Target. Right. Okay. So this is, I want your perspective. I, I don't even blame, I don't blame Janelle for having a gun. She is a public figure. People do hate her. She lives in a community where having guns is normal, but with how quickly she reached for her gun, I'm just like, that can't be normal. She did that it her to, first reaction. She did it to threaten somebody. Like, you don't... Somebody who... Somebody who's that... What'd you say? It's so irresponsible, like, as a gun owner. Yeah, that's... I'm... I have a friend who owns a gun, and she has a gun in her house. She lets me know where it is when I come in the house, like... Because she knows how I feel about guns. I'm not... I've never shot, I've shot a gun once. It gave me a panic attack. I'm not a gun person. I respect guns. I think that if you're not going to respect a gun, you shouldn't be able to own one. And I don't think that I'm responsible enough to own a gun. At all. (laughs) In no way, shape, or form am I responsible enough to own a gun. I also have severe mental health issues that I speak openly about. And I don't think anybody who has severe mental health issues should be able to own a gun um, unless cleared, like by a doctor or like a professional or something. I'm one of those people that should not own a gun. Um, Janelle is also one of those people that should not own a gun because you should not, your anger should not escalate that quickly to where you're pulling a gun out on somebody. I mean, really, like, I, this was, this happened quickly. This definitely escalated. Was, it was alarming to me. And poor Jace, can you imagine? I've been scared shitless. Why is like, Jace I, in the front seat all the fucking time? There's no reason why Jace should be in the front seat of that car. No, not at all. And poor thing. I mean, I just, I just think about how scared he probably was. Or, like, afterwards, you know, the fact that he, the moment he got a chance, was calling Barb is very telling to me. The fact that he wasn't freaking out also concerns me a little bit because I feel like a normal kid would be a little bit more, like, visibly scared. I think it's going to hit him later. I think that it's, like, I think that when he's with his mother and David, they are extremely unpredictable. And he cannot fall into, like, you are my safe space with them i think that literally that, that's why he called barb like he one knows that janelle would have never told her mom yeah. like you know this is something that he would have to have to tell her but like they are not safe to him i wish that you know you have the other the other side of that audio because all i can imagine is just barbara like what what i know, A gun? What? I know. <laughs> A dirt road <laughs> what <laughs> that's literally i'm sure uh, exactly how the conversation went and then when she finally figured it out she was like where are you where are y'all come get you and then send Jason me your like, yes yes <laughs> yeah no that's exactly how that went but um i mean i really that's how they ended the episode right it was jace yeah so what happened okay so do you know what happened with that did she get arrested because isn't that illegal i um, 
what I read, I believe, was that there wasn't enough evidence for either of them to get in trouble. So I'm sorry. <laughs> MTV filmed the entire thing. The entire thing, yeah. Um, this has happened previously, though, that, like, courts, police departments, they will, they refuse, basically, to go through the footage because they would pretty much have to go through all footage, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. You literally tell me this every single time. I'm like, they have it on film! Well, it's unfortunate. You would think... I mean, there are certain situations where it should be allowed, and it's kind of unfortunate that I mean, for Amber, that she got in so much trouble when she beat Gary, and she literally that's got charged funny. because. Oh my god, that's not funny, but. <laughs> but she literally got charged because it was on film. I mean, things were different then. The world of reality television was different back then. Um, Honestly, MTV don't give a shit about their contestants. We've learned that on like True Life contestants, yes, their cast or whatever. We learned that with True Life, second only to Lifetime, I think. Um, MT really doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And oh, sorry, MTV actively exploits them. That's really true about Lifetime, though. They do that too. Um, I watched a video today from one of the dance moms that like talked about like what was real and what wasn't real on the show. And basically, Ooh, send that. huh? Send me that. Uh, it was nothing like exciting they just were saying that like when they did their when they uh competed they competed twice like they didn't they did the dance twice so they did it once on stage for the judges and then they did it a second time for the camera so that they could get all the angles so it, it was just like a long day because they got to perform twice oh interesting i'm sure for everybody involved I always did wonder why sometimes the auditoriums were packed for the dances and then sometimes they were super empty for the dances. I've I watched Dance Moms since the beginning. Me too. Um, and I Dance Moms is the only lifetime reality show that I was really in. I mean, there wasn't really any other ones. But uh Little Women at least Well now Little Women, yeah. I was into and I just binge watched two seasons of Little Women Dallas in a day and a half. I watched Little Women LA. I haven't gotten into the other ones. Um, I haven't watched LA. Um, Dallas, the second season of Dallas, I think. I think it's the second season. I can't remember. Um, there's a fight in a bar uh, because they think that the one girl's on drugs. Well, they don't think. Rochelle thinks the one girl's on drugs, so she keeps like pestering her. So the girl pours a drink on her, just like on her chest, which is disrespectful, but she didn't like throw it in her face. This girl saw red, chased after this other girl, beat the shit out of her, chipped her tooth. Oh Everybody in the bar started fighting. Oh my gosh. That's a, the, the video I sent you. The one girl, Lil Twerk, <laughs> jumps on one <laughs> of the other girl's backs to like try to separate them. And some average heighted bitch punches this bitch three times in the face. <gasps> Wait a minute. And this is horrible. All of it. And the, that that the 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 link that I sent you, it's seriously the first four minutes of that is that fight, and it's insane because Lifetime doesn't give them security. Like Love and Hip Hop has security. Right. <sighs> That's crazy. Oh my gosh. That's interesting. I should go. I don't know. I don't think I could get into Dallas though. Dallas. Dallas is good. Is the uh, newest one. Dallas is good because there's a good like age range. Like 
twerk Kaylee, a little twerk. I think her name's like Kaylee is like 21. And the other girl's like her boyfriend's 19. And then you have like a little, like the, some of the girls are a little bit older, but there's like, like uh, the one girl lost her son died. The other girl got pregnant and had a miscarriage. So the entire second season is them are, are, is them arguing about like the one girl's like, I lost my baby. I lost my baby. And the girl who like her son actually died on the show. She's like, yeah, you lost a pregnancy. You didn't lose a child. I remember that. Wasn't it maybe like three months or something like that? Yeah, he was like three months old and she wanted to have another baby by her baby daddy. And they kept talking shit on her because they were like, Lontel doesn't even like you. Oh, God. Because she asked her for $1,000 while she was buying an $8,000 dog. And she was like, "Uh, no, you can't have $1,000. And she was like, but you're buying this $8,000 dog. And she was like, yeah, for me and my family. And she was like, for what? Lontel doesn't even like you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it was it was it was a good it was a good roller coaster. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But do you um, um, yeah, I guess that was the episode. Do you have anything else to say about No, I think that's it. I think that next episode's gonna be probably boring as shit. There might be like ten minutes of like finish up this Janelle stuff and then we're back to to teen mom too as we know it boring and long we've had more david than i want the fact that he's not filming we're still getting phone calls yes uh like i still have to hear his voice and i don't get that like i don't get why he hasn't fully been cut out of right it should be like he doesn't exist it should be like he fucking doesn't exist and yeah i'm so done with all that but anyways yeah i think that's it for the episode is there anything else you wanted to add no i was just gonna ask do you have a peak of the week do you have anything good that you want to talk about um so ariana has dance camp this week tomorrow's her last day and she's loved it all right so i've been a stay-at-home mom since she was before she was born and um you know, she starts kindergarten. She's never really been away for hours at a time, multiple days in a row. And the fact that she's loving it just brings me so much joy. Like I signed her up for only half day of the camp and she could have stayed, it could have, she could have done a full day program. Um, but I was like, you know, I wanted her to do the full day. Brandon was like, why don't we like ease her into it? Let her go half day. And then she can be eased into school full day Mm -hmm. and literally every single day after camp she's like I want to stay and so it just gives me joy and and hope that you know the school transition will go smoother than I think I'm anticipating I think she's ready I think she's for sure ready to start school I mean I'm for sure I'm at the point where I'm for sure ready for her to start school like for those who don't know I watch my nephew. He's two. I have my son. He's one. They're literally a year apart. Ariana's the hardest part of my day because of her sass mouth. Yeah. Her fucking sass mouth that she obviously inherited from me and all the questions and all the whining and all of this. I'm ready for her to go to school. Yeah. I feel you. (sighs) Sadly, we have to wait another year because our birthday cutoff is stupid. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I couldn't do another year. 
she would have to be in some type of full day program. I couldn't do it. I could not fucking do it. Oh my god, thinking about it is giving me anxiety. Um, I'm thinking of extending um, Aubrey either five days a week, half days, or continue the three days a week, but doing full days. That's what I would do. But another thing I realized. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um. Uh, okay, so I have agonized a lot of putting Ariana in school, and it's so funny because when I'm like, oh my gosh, I think, you know, she's just so young and blah, 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 every single person I've talked to has been like, no, you're crazy, she's ready. And then I get the follow-up question. So are you going to give her, or are you going to make her go on the bus? And I'm like, she's going to take the fucking bus. And every person who's also been like, stop being a baby about her going to school is like no you can't let her go on the bus you have to drive her but literally i will not fucking do it having to get up in the <laughs> take her to dance camp and then pick her back up from dance camp with both of those boys and their car seats it, no it's not happening it's made me solidify my decision on her riding the bus she's riding the bus i think she should i mean i'm so so my advice would be to put her in the full day uh that three times a she week in, yeah she was in full day before and so like I liked it and I'm like I know that I like the program and sh- I dropped her down because I was like I'm home what does it matter but now with Lincoln I'm thinking of starting Lincoln in like a couple hours a week just because he's <laughs> like really smart but not socialized doesn't socialize well so um yeah Oh my god, I'll be so jealous if you have a couple hours of just like alone. Can I tell you that's all I'm asking for? I swear if it's only like three hours a day, like give me just I'm so glad that this deployment is coming to a mother fucking end. Um I guess that's my like happiness. I guess I can talk about it now because by the time Jamar gets home, there's no way that he would have listened to this. Um I <laughs> for those of you who know me personally know that I love to craft. I absolutely love crafting. I absolutely fucking suck at it. Um, I want to <laughs> think that I'm really good at stuff. It takes me a really long time to do stuff. It took me, what, two weeks to make this sign? It <laughs> did take you about two weeks to make this um, sign, yes. I'm one of those people who is just very, like, I guess, is cynical a good word for it? I don't know. I'm just not very, my, my idea of romance is not typical romance and me and Jamar kind of mesh well with that. A lot of wives make like huge banners and homecoming signs and wear special outfits. I'm not that type of wife. Uh, Me and Jamar don't have that type of relationship. (laughs) Our love languages mesh very well is uh, that is just not something that we do. But I wanted to do something like kind of annoying because he would never expect me to do a sign or anything. Um, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we talked about Drake's album Scorpion on a few episodes in our rundown of it. You also know that I named my baby daughter, who's not a baby anymore, who's four, uh, <laughs> Aubrey after Drake, whose real name is Aubrey. So we're big Drake fans in the family. Um, a lot of moms make signs because they have, like, their babies while their husbands are deployed. So a lot of the, like, go-to sign is, out of my way, I get to meet my daddy today. Like, that's the go-to I had a baby during deployment sign. So I wanted to be, like, 
annoying like that which it's not if that's the way you guys express yourselves it's not annoying but we don't (laughs) um so I made a sign that says out of our way and then I put headphones too so listening to Scorpion with Daddy today and I am so fucking pumped for Jamar to see this sign because it's annoying it's He'll appreciate it so yeah, much. Yeah, and it's it's one hundred percent him. And I know that as soon as he he sees it, he's gonna like smile really hard, and he's gonna be like, "You fucking dork!" And that's kind of what. So that's my <laughs> peak of the week is that I finally got this stupid fucking sign done, even though I should have listened to your advice and use paint, paint markers. No, I didn't. Yes. But it looks really good. You did a really good job. And, you know, it took you a day per letter, but I'm proud. Uh, and when I finally do get my man back, I'll post the sign on our Instagram, which is yes. sassmouththepod at sassmouththepod. On Instagram, you can find us there. We post um, random things. We post uh, 6% of the stuff we talk about we're actually going to post on yes. Instagram. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And Facebook and Twitter coming soon. So look out for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend and week until you hear our lovely voices again. <laughs> Let us soothe you off into the nighttime. I would die having to listen to my voice to go to sleep. Yeah, it would be horrible. But anyways, until next time, folks. Don't let motherhood kick you in the sass.